I know you're out there. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. the dots of the Constitution for you like no one else can. The Chris Ann Hall Show. She's an attorney, a disabled U.S. Army veteran, an author, public speaker, mother, pastor's wife, and a patriot. She's Chris Ann Hall. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. Liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. You can find us at chrisannhall.com. And uh, we are here today. I'm here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall, on this beautiful December morning. It is actually uh, December 13th, and I know that because history has repeated today, and I'm going to get into that. I, I uh, went into my Twitter feed this morning. I follow Justin Amash on Twitter, and Justin tweeted yesterday, quote, Today, the House voted to block Congress. Yes, Congress blocked itself from attempting to withdraw U.S. forces from Yemen, and it voted to hand out billions, yes, that is billions with a B, of dollars in corporate welfare and subsidies via the so-called Farm Bill. I just voted no. Another day at Capitol Hill. And so I'm just... I, I wondered because... All of Congress works in a pattern, right? So they do the same things every single year that they do, uh, you know, it's it's annual. So when you're on Facebook, you get these, these um, this day in your memories yeah. kind of thing. And yesterday I got this uh, memories thing about a song that I had written in uh, 2013 about the um, oh what was I uh, about the spending of Congress and I want to talk about congressional spending today because this is absolutely insane. I don't know if we mentioned this on the air, JC, or not, but we we came across a statistic. Uh, a statistical study, and I was looking for the the picture that I captured from it, and I and I don't know, I don't know where it is, but anyway, um, we came across a statistic from 2014, and in this statistic from 2014, it gives us the spending of our federal government on welfare, 
And this spending on federal welfare is insane. And what's insane is the disproportionate outpouring of welfare for non-citizens. And I'll I'll just repeat that. Non-citizens. See, that is actually the definition of an illegal alien. An illegal alien is somebody who is receiving and participating in the benefits of citizenship without being a citizen. Yep. And this 2014 statistic, and this is why this is relevant to what Justin Amash said. This 2014 statistic has to do with welfare, and it tells us that 63% of the welfare that is coming out of Washington, D.C., it's, that's it, yeah, is, is going to non-citizen households. No, 63% of non-citizens' households receive... Oh. Oh, I got that backwards. So 63% public assistance. of non-citizen households seek uh, 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 get public welfare. In other words, almost 5 million households. Almost 5 million households is what it said. Almost 5 million households. Now, now look, this exceeds n- native households. Almost doubles it. Native households, meaning... Uh, Natural-born Americans get 35, 35% of natural-born Americans get welfare. Did I say it right that time? 63% households. of non-citizen households. Now, this is not the individuals in the household. This is not by number, right? This is you, you, how many people you have in this house. This household gets this funding, right? 63% of non-citizen households get this money. Now this this is this is insane because what we're talking about today and I don't know if people realize this I think it's insane this this was in the census so it's yeah. al- it's already kind of it's already really wacky uh that this is some category in the census Right right you're going around counting uh, you know okay you're not a citizen okay are you you know how how much benefits are you getting? Oh well, we're getting this so <laughs> millions and millions of of non citizen households. I mean, think about that households households right. So you got right. millions and millions. It's not like you don't know where they are. They have households. Yeah. Well, some of them are legal no, non citizens. I, I, I get that. But even if you're here with a green card, even if you're here on a visa. You should not be receiving taxpayer benefits. That That is not... What is the difference at this point between a citizen and a non-citizen? I'll tell you what the difference is. Non-citizens collect tax money. Citizens pay tax money. Right. That's the difference. There's no difference anymore. We're running around with non-citizens who are are enjoying the benefits. If you live in California and you're a non-citizen, you can run for office. What's interesting, we you know so many that we know, so many uh, people from overseas that are here, you know, work and, and whatever. They send tons of money 
out of the U.S. Yes. So, so it's the, like a double whammy. You know so they're I mean? getting paid in cash because it's yeah. illegal for them to work here. And then they're also getting benefits because none of their funding is is traceable. So they can go in and say, I'm not making any money because it's all in cash. They're yeah. not paying any taxes. And so we're subsidizing the money that leaves America. Man, it's just crazy. Now, this is why this is relevant. This farm bill that Justin Amash is talking about is the bill that provides that repro- provides the TANF, the food stamps and all of that. Yeah, 45% of non-citizen households receive food assistance from the farm bill. 21% of Americans do. 21% of Americans do. That is that is absolutely crazy. That is absolutely insane. And our Congress just voted to increase that spending and eliminate the work requirement to receive that federal money. So you don't even have to have a job now. You can just sit around. You don't even have to prove that you're trying to get a job. Boy, this this makes me realize what idiots those guys were we were listening to yesterday on that radio show oh as we drove in from the airport yeah right so because those guys oh yeah yeah, yeah those beck, guys glenn beck and his <laughs> clown show in his clown show i mean oh, it was stupid goodness. they were talking about cortez <laughs> they're always everything's so funny and everything's such a joke to them and it were you know oh we're so glad cortez is is becoming so popular and this and that because we want her to be the face because we want we want people to see you know what that that there's actually a socialist leading the party so they're talking about this you know we want to do this so we can fight socialism it's already here yeah you look at this, she, this you Glenn talk Beck about said a welfare we need state. to give ocasio cortez a show on blaze tv yeah, you know well, they've merged with crtv now and uh, michelle uh, maybe that's why michelle Mockin left yeah. she's like i'm not gonna be on a program with ocasio cortez yeah i'm so, sure he's joking because everything's a joke with those right. guys but uh you know it, it was just it just hit me that i uh, do all this and fight socialism and so so socialism doesn't come in here look at these statistics this is a it's, you it's talk about a welfare here. state. Now, well, let me let me show you this now. I pulled up the roll call for this farm bill. 3 oh, 369 yeses and 47 noes. This is just like the uh not military everybody funding. Votes. Yeah, no. but not everybody votes. Amash of Amash voted no. Matt Gates voted no. Good job, Matt. Good job, Matt Gates. Uh Louis Gomert voted no. Um uh, Gosar actually voted no. I'm Good I'm job. proud of him. Maybe maybe we've shocked him in line a little bit better. Uh, it doesn't have to do with military spending, so that's probably no. But that's for what him, I was so. going to say. That's exactly how this bill works. That that's why so many vote for it. It it's right. exactly like the military spending. Oh, it's our farmers. It's our farmers. our farmers. And it's all this garbage is in no. there. Justin Amash says this is not about your farmers. It's not. Your farmers, it never has been. if you're watching us on YouTube right now, look at my fingers. Your farmers get like this much of, no, of these billions, this sliver. And it's in Justin Amash, like, this is corporate welfare. But even so, even. Do you, the, know, uh, do you know Monsanto gets money from the farm right. bill? But even so, the farmers, those are farm subsidies. I mean, they pay people, they pay farmers not to farm. 
It's called the Agriculture and Nutrition Act of 2018. Now, what's crazy is there's going to be a lot of people championing this bill because Congress legalized hemp. I just want to say that aloud. Congress legalized hemp. No, Congress did not legalize hemp. Congress now said you can grow hemp so we can regulate it. Legalizing it would mean you could grow it in in the the government wouldn't have anything to do it do with it no they they made you able to grow hemp and not be arrested so that they can regulate and tax you for it not only that can I just get an amen out there how many of you realize How many, um, I I know you guys do, but how many Americans out there realize that the federal government's got no authority to tell us what we can and cannot grow? How is it that we can be championing a bill that simply says that our masters can dictate to us what we can grow and what we can eat? That is not championing, my friends. That is Stockholm Syndrome. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Uh, Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And you know, J.C., this is, they are rioting in France over a gas tax. Yeah. They are rioting in France over, I mean, I mean I'm not, I'm serious. This is like French Revolution rioting over a gas tax. And... In America, Americans are celebrating being taxed. Yeah, this is another trillion dollar bill. It's like eight hundred ninety-seven billion or Ooh. something. Like that. It's another tri- another Ooh. trillion. Our great congressman. Yeah, this is just one bill. <sighs> one bill. I was looking at the nays. Do you and do you know there's actually some Democrats who voted against this? Yeah, there are always Democrats voting against it. This is this is you know primarily used. The, the conservatives, just like the uh, just like the military spending, it's normally primarily conservatives that they go. It's farmers. It's I'm, I'm farmers. Really, you can't vote against farmers, which is really, really restraining myself this morning, JC. It's really just, brave for. I want to punch somebody in the face. This is that's really pretty brave for Matt Gates. I mean, we're from Florida. Yeah. Florida's big agricultural right uh, right lobby and big. I mean, agriculture is big in Florida. So I'm going to contact. I have Matt Gates. Uh, I have his judicial aides contact. We've been working with him about some things. I'm going to contact him today and just tell him that I want him to relay to Matt that we are really, really appreciative of this. Our congressman, Dr. Neil Dunn, voted for this. Yeah. This is just, this is absolutely, absolutely insane. This is more spending. This is more debt for our children. I mean, uh, uh, this idea that, you know, as long as I'm comfortable, you know, it's okay. And yet we're passing this on to our children like a bunch of immoral, 
uh, parents. I don't even know how you can consider yourself a good parent and vote for this bill. Yeah, I, I don't think most people even know what the bill is. Uh, you know, so it's it's funny how we have the people have been programmed. Oh, but it's the farm bill. No, we got to take care of our farm. Isn't that that isn't that the thing? That that's just weird. How they're like trigger words. Yeah, it's, it's like the Manchurian Candidate or something. No, they're they're artful in the crafting of the title of their bills. They do this stuff on purpose. Remember the Freedom Act, right? The National Defense and Authorization Act. Yeah, well, they, well, these I things guess they, have nothing to do with the titles. They're just excuses. You know, we teach when I teach the history class, JC, I talk about how Charles the first figured out that because he was a wasteful spender as well, but he figured out that if he can get the people to want to give him money, yeah, this is sixteen twenty eight. The king figured out that if he can get people to want to give him money then he can spend it however they want as long as he gives them a good excuse to give it to him. I literally had somebody... 1628. had somebody say this about this bill before to me. Don't, don't you... We have to eat. Well, don't you want to eat? Oh, my goodness. I said, oh, you, my goodness. I, I said, do you know part of the farm bill is paying farmers not, not. to grow? I remember. <laughs> I remember driving through Texas many, many years ago uh, one of the hosts of our uh, uh, one of our Liberty tours there in Texas was driving me through, and we're driving past. They they grow a lot of cotton in Texas. I didn't know that. We're driving past these cotton fields. It's like clouds of white smoke, and I said to him, I said, "Wow, that is incredibly." Certainly, in our technology today, we have a better way to harvest cotton. So, I mean, look at all the waste. He says, "Oh, they're not harvesting that cotton." They're they're plowing it under. I said, what? He said, oh, yeah. So what? here's what happens. He says the farmers get money to grow all this cotton. And then they let the cotton grow. They get subsidized to grow the cotton during the season. And then at the end of the season, they mow it down. They don't even harvest it. They mow it down because the government then gives them more money to mow down the cotton than it does to harvest the cotton. Why? Because then we can make trade agreements with foreign countries to import cotton in America and we won't have a surplus of cotton in America that will drive down the cotton prices to an extent that you can actually buy things at nothing. Our government pays our farmers to destroy what they've grown. And that's the kind of crud that's here in these farm bills. That's what a subsidy is, by the way. It's not a subsidy to help your farmer grow. It's a subsidy to help your farmer destroy the agricultural economy of America in favor of corporations, politicians, and inequitable trade. The Chris Ann Hall Show. She's Liberty's lobbyist. Oh, but I'm a 
Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Show. Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. I just want to remind everybody of our uh, In Defense of Liberty event that we have going on here uh, that will be happening in Texas in January, January 18th through 20th. There are still some slots available. Please uh, go to chrisannhall.com and click on the In Defense of Liberty banner so that we can... um, Make sure that, that you get your slot in your our gun training and in our uh, in defense of liberty. This 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 bill is immoral. It is absolutely, completely, and utterly immoral. And I just want to add this. You know what, JC? This is the end of the conservative majority in the house. This is the conservative majority what, what in the mean? House. I, I don't know what that means. What do you mean the, it's the end? Well, now we're going to have a liberal majority in the House, right? So this oh, is the last, this is the last act, one of the last acts of the conservative majority that we have in the House now. I see what you're saying. We're about to pass the baton to a liberal so progressive the, the, majority, this and is this their, is what they do. This is their legacy. This is their legacy. This is absolutely their legacy. But that's not unusual. I already, that's what I. That's what I mean. It's, no, it's not. These are the conservatives, the farm farm bill, those things that they've created. These these trigger words, right? That you know, and what I mean by that, you say a word like, you know, I, good good morning, Mister Smith. Oh, and then and then they pop into the slave mode and ready to respond. Right. Mm-hmm. That that's that's typically the conservatives when these bills come up. So the farm bill. The um the military funding bill, right? National mm-hmm. Defense Authorization Act, all this sort of stuff. So they use these words, oh, it's farmers, farmers, farmers. And so they'll vote for anything. And then the people, you know, are brainwashed the same way and they mm-hmm. hear farmers. And I mean, I, it, I've had crazy conversations around this, this farm bill, right? Somebody's literally said, uh, you know, trying to say, oh, man, this farm, this is crazy, a lot of money and this and that. It's oh, immoral. Oh, it's farmers. What we need to do is get all these, you know, get rid of all this welfare. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. that's the same That's the bill. farm bill. That's farm bill. Now, just to show you, because, see, this is not uh, this is not a political problem. This is not a tribalistic problem. Well, I guess it is a tribalistic problem. This is an American problem because these people keep getting voted in. I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to boldly say this out loud. If your congressman voted for this farm bill, this ought to be a reason for you not to vote for them next time. Seriously, campaign against them. In 2013, I wrote this. This is what I called the new American version of my country, tis of thee. My country, tis of thee, sweet land of prosperity, of thee I sing. Land where NSA does spy. Land where our freedom died from congressmen who lied, let spending ring. My native country, thee, land of the shopping spree, thy revenue I love. I love thy welfare fills, their dark green fiat bills. My heart with rapture fills for the federal gov. Let free stuff swell the breeze and fall from all the trees, sweet Congress song. 
Let socialists awake. Let all that breathe partake. Let Marxists their silence break. Servitude prolong. Our Father, our Father's God to thee, author of liberty, to thee we sing. When will our land be bright with freedom's holy light, purged from this soulless blight? Great God, our King. 2013. Come on now. House, Senate, and President. Tell me what's changed since 2013. Tell me what has changed. Nothing. And it's not because you haven't changed out the people in Congress. Yep. It's not because you haven't changed out the people in the House. You haven't changed out the people in the Senate. It's not because you haven't changed out the president since 2013. It's because the people in their mindset have not changed. Yeah, we, we still pass some of the same bills and same stuff over and over. The, the trillion-dollar spending bills. Not, I mean, really, this stuff really hasn't abated under uh, under this present administration. Well, I'm going to go to chrisannhall.com today. I'm going to print out the words to this song. I'm going to post the words to this song so that you can have them and post them on your refrigerator as a reminder when it comes to election time again because this has got to change. This has got to change, and it won't change in Washington, D.C. It's got to change with the people. Now, look at th- those words. In 2013, I actually thought that maybe socialism and Marxism was a threat in 2013 it is a reality in 2018 right in five years look what has happened in 2013 how many people would believe that we would have a wing of the democrat party who proudly call themselves the socialist democrats yeah and are condemning the democrats for being too conservative In 2013, was that even a thought that we would see something like that? And now we have leaders birthing with that mentality. We had a man running for governor in Florida who was a socialist Democrat. Mm. Ocasio-Cortez, JC, you have no idea how many people contacted me on social media after you started talking about Ocasio-Cortez being a threat and a leader in America as a threat as a leader in America people are like come on JC we hear you speak louder we know this why isn't anybody else talking about this she may be a farce she may be a jester but she resonates with people that's why I say immediately after that show it was the very next morning we did that show and and we were driving to Driving from the airport in in a shuttle, and the guy driving the shuttle was playing Glenn Beck's show, and they were on there yucking it up, and basically saying, you know, bring on more Ocasio Cortez, and you know she's she's such a doofus, and she, you know, they said maybe maybe in a couple years she'll learn to be savvy, you know, she's not very savvy now. I'm like, how is she not very savvy? I mean, God help it, us if she gets savvier. It's just what I said. You oh, people better wake goodness. up. And so here, here they were, Glenn Beck and and his and his clowns. You know, like, oh, this is it was no big deal, and it's such a joke, and we're so happy for it. They don't get it, man. They don't get what a threat, and they don't understand this. That, there was the other thing that I listened to them, and they said, um. Uh, they said, why Why was she so popular? And you know what their conclusion was? You know what Beck's conclusion was? She's, no. She's pretty. 
Oh yeah, that's right. right. That's, that's the threat. Right. She's, she's pretty. pretty. She's oh, pretty. Goodness. I mean, you talk about clueless. I mean, come on, these people better wake up. They're right. crazy. She's a threat because she's pretty, right? And they think they think like nobody's nobody's following her, and and there's no threat for her to be followed. If she actually, this is the thing. If she's if she gets into a prominent position, are you kidding? What do you mean prominent position? She she's. She's, She's a, congress a congressman in the House of Representatives. How 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 far you want her to go until you wake up and realize this girl is a threat? You yes. better take it seriously. And it's not and it's not just her. It's what she represents. Just as you said, 2013. Because I'm thinking, I was thinking back when you said that. Uh, you have Bernie Sanders, right? When Bernie Sanders was was out there, it was Democrat Socialist. It was, this was like an anomaly, right? And people were going, "What? Come on!" And it was the same reaction then. Right. So I even had the same thought. Oh, I'm glad he's now now that he's out front and you can see this is what he represents. And now he's actually articulating it. And so then people can recognize and 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 know that it's the, it, these are communists, socialists, Marxists that are trying that movement's even bigger now. Come it, on wa- now. it wasn't. Hey, now now that you put, you know, poor Uncle Bernie up there. It's the same reason that we put poor doofus Ocasio-Cortez, everybody's going to realize. No, when you put doofus Bernie Sanders up there, this movement got bigger, and they're still saying the same thing. Can I just can I just mention what movement? We just had a majority Republican Congress vote a bill of pure socialism. Yeah. A pure socialist bill was voted in... Uh, was voted and passed and ratified. It's going to Donald Trump right now. Will Donald Trump sign this? Well, that's what I people mean, don't recognize. Pure, hardcore socialism but, right there. But that's what the Republicans in particular, Republican voters, don't recognize. Because they, they look at, I think, they look at Cortez and, and Sanders and those guys, and that's a, uh, a individual socialism, if you will. Mm-hmm. And what the Republicans... Republicans practicing socialism and their their voters don't recognize it because it's a corporate socialism, right? right? We call it corporatism, corporate welfare, corporate handouts, corporate bailouts, whatever. It's it's corporate socialism. Right. So they they just use different well, terms. Well, but but food and, stamps and okay. are socialism. Telling telling the people what they can and cannot grow is socialism. Yeah, but a bulk of the recipients in these bills, what happens here? It's it's these corporate farms. See, I don't yeah. understand. It's almost like it, regular farms almost are non-existent. No, they our can't farmers are being farmers. our farmers are being bought out by the federal government and the Bureau of Land Management yeah. and the Department of Interior. The corporations are chasing them out and buying them out. Yeah, and what you have now, what you have now popping up, are are. The local, what they call local farmers, right? Mm-hmm. So you get the little farmers market, little, and and, mm-hmm. and the the economy is sort of turning, is localizing. Well, that's right? a good thing, though. No, Seriously, I like it, but that's but a good thing. But it's a whole different paradigm shift, and the the corporate side of it is growing more and more because our tax dollars are taken to subsidize these powerful corporations and give them a leg up. Because here's the thing: it's the the politicians all work on the principle of of payback, right? What mm-hmm. can I get back? So right. they're they're basically investing. They're using our uh, tax dollars, right? Our money, and they're investing 
in their in own these wealth. Corporations, <laughs> but so in that their the own corporations wealth. can pay them back <laughs> yes. in the future. So they give yes. them all these advantages, particularly particularly these global, right? These global corporations. They're all a bunch of globalists. And so they give a leg up to all these these globalist corporations. And that way they get paid back in the future. You watch where all these people go. Watch what happens to them when they leave office. They come in, you know, moderate, uh, moderate, middle income, upper middle income people, and they leave absolutely filthy rich. And then they go plug in to these very same corporations and and uh, and mortgage and banking companies and all these things. Just like Goldman Sachs. Well, and that's why I said, JC, it's immoral. It is absolutely wicked and it is immoral. Chris Ann Hall Show. She's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Show. Uh, Democrat Congressman Ted Lieu says he would love to be able to regulate speech. And people are outraged. Well, the Democrats, Democrat. I'm going to tell you what. I, I bet there are. Who is Ted Lieu? Ted Lieu. I, I didn't look him up. There is his picture. So, Ted Lieu. This guy from California. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ted Lou. You don't have your phone with you. You can look it up. But anyway, I'll look it up. Ted Lou uh, says he would love to regulate. There's a YouTube video about it. Uh, make sure you take your blood pressure medicine before you actually watch this video. But Ted Lou says that uh, he would love to regulate speech. California. I- I'm telling you. You'd be hard-pressed to find somebody in Congress that wouldn't like to regulate speech. Ted Lou's just the one who's bold enough and honest enough to talk about it. Yeah, you remember the... Uh, you got I mean, seriously, I want people to see there's... What is the difference today? You remember the... Uh, I forget what they called it. It was the Grounds and Improvement Act. National Grounds and Improvement no, it Act. It was the Federal Buildings and Grounds Improvement Act. Now, that was the one about... These free speech zones, and you're not allowed. And to. that was a Republican, right? Rooney, yep, who brought that one in the 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 Federal Grounds and Buildings Improvement Act so wasn't that about was, planting trees and filling potholes. No, so that was speech regulation yep. by Republicans. Speech regulation, right? Not only that, made it a federal offense, and yep. it's law, law. I put the quotes up there, air quotes, law. Federal Grounds and Building Improvement Act. We're going to have to passed. find that. Still on the books. We're gonna, I wrote an article about it. We're going to have to find that article so I can repost it so people can see. But this is, this, is, uh, this is crazy. Socialism is eating American prosperity alive. It is destroying it. And it's right there in the farm bill. It's being championed by the conservatives. It's being voted by the conservatives. You've got uh, Republicans passing regulations against speech you've got democrats passing wanting to regulate speech jc what is the difference the difference is the democrats are clearer yeah it's it's clearer with the democrats so ted Ted lewis says it right in clear language thank you i want to regulate speech thank you and that's exactly what i said the republicans use code words 
So they'll talk and, and they'll couch it in national security. Right. They'll couch it in, uh, you know, some quasi economics. And, you know, we, we're we're supporting what, what do they like to say? We're supporting. They love to use small business. They like to use that phrase. But they're talking about supporting our businesses, uh, you know, and that sort of thing. So they, they couch it in cons- conservative terms, basically. Uh, and, and that's that's why it's so important that people not be lazy in these things. So don't don't be one of those voters that react to the these trigger words, these programming words. Mm-hmm. You know, it's oh farmers. You hear farmers. Oh, it's farmers. It's farm bill. Find out what it is. Find right. out what it's about. Right. And so when they say when they use that trick, like the you're talking Agriculture about Agriculture and Nutrition Act of 2018. What are now you the, against the, nutrition? The title is unconstitutional. <laughs> you, you Seriously, want? there's no federal authority for the federal government to regulate agriculture and nutrition. Yeah, but it's you know, but that's the thing. So you have to you have to stop being lazy. You know, you you hear national grounds and here and I want to I want to say this too before Act. we run out of time here. There's no excuse for this. Justin Amash, Matt Gates, Louis Gohmert, Gosar. I mean, there are 47 people right here Jim on Jordan. Jim Jordan, right here on the list that prove that if you have a principled personality, you can stand. Don't tell yeah. me your congressman couldn't vote no. That's ridiculous. You have 47 people right here who said I will not vote for this immoral spending on this, on these unconstitutional programs, period. Mm-hmm. 47 of them. Massey. If Massey, yeah, Massey. Okay, so if 47 of them can stand up and say no, then what, why can't what's the other the, 369? What's with the 16 not voting? What is, what is that? Uh, well, they're on that. vacation or something. Sometimes they vote because they're not sick or, they're be- or because they're sick or they're, not, they're on vacation. It's the holidays, you know. You only work a few days a year anyway, so. That's just, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. There's no excuse for that these days. We've already that talked about this. Yeah. God bless you guys. We'll see you on Saturday. I was one who in sin.